0: Welcome to the Aaron Church Podcast, where our mission is bringing life to everyone, everywhere, every day. Each podcast episode features the latest talk from our church, which are released weekly. We're passionate about Jesus, love to worship together, and are committed to changing our community for the better. Connect with us at aaronchurch.com. Good morning everybody, uh, we are continuing our series on Acts today and we are looking at how in Acts 1 of course they were given this amazing mission and they were told to go, the disciples were told to go into uh, all of the earth and be Jesus' witnesses and it was in a really muddly, confusing time that they were told this And that's exactly what they did. And so throughout the whole of Acts, we've then got all of the ways that they did this. So we've got how they were filled with the Holy Spirit. They didn't have to do it on their own. We've got how they showed who Jesus was by praying for the sick. And they saw the man who had not been able to walk for so many years walk. And then there's the radical generosity that they showed with each other and they gave and nobody was in need. There was the most amazing way that they were honest with each other and they were generous with each other. There's a radical way that they were um, loving each other and encouraging each other. And today we're going to look at how they included everyone. So let's find out what happened in Acts 10. There was a man named Cornelius who lived in Caesarea. He was the captain of the Italian guards and stationed there. He was a thoroughly good man. He had led everyone in his house to live worshipfully before God and was always helping people in need. He had the habit of prayer. And one, at one day, about three o'clock in the afternoon, he had a vision. An angel of God, as real as his next-door neighbour, came in and said, Cornelius... Cornelius stared hard, wondering if he was seeing things, and then he said, "'What do you want, sir?' And the angel said, "'Your prayers and neighbourly acts have been brought to God's attention. "'Here's what you're to do. Send men to Joppa to get Simon, "'the one everyone calls Peter. He's staying with Simon the Tanner, "'whose house is down by the sea.' As soon as the angel was gone, Cornelius called two servants and one particularly devout soldier from the guard— And he went over with them in great detail everything that had just happened and sent them off to Joppa. The next day, as the three travellers were approaching the town, Peter went on the balcony to pray. It was about noon. Peter got hungry and started thinking about lunch. And while lunch was being prepared, he fell into a trance and he saw the skies open up. Something that looked like a huge blanket lowered by ropes at its four corners settled to the ground. And every kind of animal and reptile and bird you could think of was on it. And then a voice came, "'Go, Peter, kill and eat.'" And Peter said, "'Oh, no, Lord, I've never so much tasted food that was not kosher.'" And his vo- and the voice came a second time, "'If God says it's OK, it's okay." And this happened three times, and then the blanket was pulled back up to the skies. As Peter puzzled, sat there trying to figure out what it all meant, The men sent by Cornelius showed up at Simon's door and they called in asking if there was a man called Simon, also called Peter, staying there. Peter lost in thought, didn't hear them. So the spirit whispered to him, three men are knocking at the door looking for you. Get down there and go with them. Don't ask questions. I sent them to get you. And then the story continues in that um, Peter goes back with these guys and Cornelius explains that He has uh, been told to go and speak to Peter. Peter realises what his vision meant. His vision was saying, you can include everyone in this amazing message of Jesus. It's not just for the Jews, it's for the non-Jews, the Gentiles. It's for everyone. And it's amazing because it says later on that Peter fairly exploded with this good news. It's God's own truth. Nothing could be plainer. God plays no favourites. It makes no difference who you are or where you're from. If you want God and are ready to do as he says, the door is open. So he had this most amazing message given to him that said, do you know what? This amazing gospel, this message of Jesus is for everyone. What I love about this story is that um, the Christians, they were a smaller group of people in some ways. They didn't feel very powerful, um, but they were a small group of people who... um, just had kept themselves in many ways to themselves and uh, they were just doing the good things that God had put on their hearts to do they were being persecuted for what they were doing Uh, they were growing in many ways there was power because of the power of God in their lives but they weren't a hugely massive group of people that was influencing society massively, that was the Romans. The Romans were the people that were occupying the land. The Romans were the people that had taken over the land and in many ways were, um, were over uh, the Jews. And so it's an amazing thing that this man Cornelius, who is a Roman, is sent, What one of the people that has been oppressing the Jews, is sent to go and confirm the message that the gospel is for everyone, that the good news of Jesus is for everyone. Now this Acts 10, it comes about 10 years after Jesus' ascension, so 10 years had passed, but Jesus was always Passionate, And we can see it all the way through the Gospels. He was passionate about including everyone. We have about the Samaritan. We have about the lost coin, the lost son. We have about um, the centurion. We have the lepers that he reached out and uh, healed. Everywhere Jesus went, he stood up for the people that could not stand up for themselves. He stood by people that were marginalized and downtrodden. That's what Jesus did. He was the most inclusive, welcoming person to everyone that he met. He sat with the Samaritan woman, he included everyone. And it sometimes takes a while. It's 10 years later that the Samara, that, uh, Peter starts to think about, um, you know, this gospel message is for everyone. And uh, sometimes it takes us a little bit of time, doesn't it, to cotton on to what God is saying. But I want to just say the gospel, Jesus' message is for everyone. So what stops us? What stops us including everyone? I don't know if you've ever been to a party and or not been invited to a party. Isn't it horrible when you haven't been invited somewhere and then you look on Instagram or you look on Facebook and you think, I wasn't invited. Have you ever not been welcomed? Have you ever felt that you're not welcome in a place? Have you ever not been invited? We've all been excluded. We've all known the pain of feeling excluded. Well, Jesus' message was to include everyone. It's the most, he says, everybody, anyone who wants to follow me can. No matter who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter uh, where you've come from, everybody is welcome to follow me. And we are empowered we, as children of God, are empowered to include others along this journey in any way that we can. We can include people. What stops us including people? Well, sometimes our own insecurities can stop us including people. Our own um, feel, feelings of rejection and fearing rejection can stop and be a barrier to us including others on this journey. Sometimes our own fear can stop Um, other people from being included on this journey. If you can imagine Jesus with uh, the leper, I would have been scared. The leprosy was a terrible disease in that day. It excluded uh, you from your friends and family for the rest of your life. Um, never, they were in leper colonies, they were far away from their communities, and yet Jesus went there. He wasn't afraid of sickness, he wasn't afraid of reaching out, he didn't have any like gloves or PPA or no or anything like that. He went and he reached out to the people, and he wasn't afraid of including absolutely everyone. Fear did not stop him. And then, of course, sometimes our own prejudice can stop us. We all have prejudice. We all sometimes, uh, we don't even know it sometimes, but we all have feelings of prejudice. And it's really good for us to look and think, God, shine a light on those areas where I am prejudiced. And may I say sorry for those things. And may that never be a barrier to us, including everyone, to follow Jesus. So know this, we are all empowered to include other people on this journey. We're all empowered to say, you're welcome, come and follow Jesus. Okay, let's, uh, let's just spend a bit of time and think, what do you want to say to us, God? Maybe you have never known that there's an invitation for you to follow Jesus. And maybe just now in your home, just say, Jesus, what do you want to say to me? Uh, What are you saying to me? And maybe you want to, in your own words and in your own heart, just say, I want to follow you, Jesus. Thank you for your invitation. Thank you that your invitation is open to everyone and I can follow you. So uh, if that's you, then just ask God, come come into my life. Uh, I want to follow you, Jesus. So Father God, I pray for anybody who right now is... Uh, just saying thank you Jesus I want to follow you I pray that you would know God with you right now I pray that you would know him guiding you and walking with you I pray that you would know that amazing love God has for you and I pray that your journey with Jesus would be incredible amen